you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35.
Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. We are just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums and self-quarantine. Yes. <laughs> we're recording remotely. It's been a a comedy of errors this morning, but I think we've finally... It's taken over an hour to figure out how to do this correctly. We've tried numerous different programs. <laughs> well, I, I think that we know how to do it correctly. Yeah. We've just been thwarted by My wireless. technical difficulties. Yeah. I think namely Kate's Wi-Fi. Kate's, Kate's Wi-Fi. <laughs> so now I am in my bedroom on the floor with a heating pad on my butt under my bathrobe. My bathrobe is on my head covering this microphone to hopefully make the audio sound okay. That's so fun for you. I just want to paint a picture. <laughs> and there's your dog. <laughs> yep. He's this these are the the dangers of recording <laughs> remotely. Hi everyone. Listeners. We love you. We are trying to do this podcast while both self-quarantining during the coronavirus pandemic, so we are both at our homes. Um and Bear with us as we figure this out. You are going to hear our yes. dogs. You might hear our kids. <laughs> There's a lot that could happen. My husband um, had to had to figure out how to sh- take a shower while I was on the floor. Of I was like, I need to record the podcast from the floor of our bedroom. He's like, well, how am I going to shower? And I was like, none of it matters except the podcast. <sighs> so, Kate, how are you doing? Well, Dory, before I before I entertain you with the last three days of my life can we just say to our listeners please do call us all the time but especially during this time our voicemail seven eight one five nine one zero three nine zero, or you can email us at forever 35 podcast at gmail.com i want to know how people are doing yes i do too how am i doing you ask i am asking that you know honestly i i have been kind of wavering between feeling one, very lucky for the circumstances that, you know, my family is in our home and my husband and I are both working from home and, you know, our kids are are pretty easy to manage because they're a little bit older. So feeling like, oh, we've got this. Everything's fine. To then f- feeling just utter dread and panic and wondering mm-hmm. how I'm, I'm going to um, not like combat it because I know it's not compatible, but just like mitigate it and and work with myself. Uh, and my mental health through this time because it is yeah. it is putting a strain on a lot of my mental health challenges. I will say that. Yeah, it's really stressful. It, it, yes, and I mean, I think everybody is experiencing all sorts of challenges and stresses during this time. I, I know, you know, I I know people can relate, um, and I would love to hear what our listeners are doing. I I have been. You know, my family this week, we've only been self-quarantined for like, this is our day three at the time of this recording. And we actually had a lot of really lovely moments while we've, while we've been together without any other people around. We've gone on some nice walks, keeping our distance from anybody we've run into. We've celebrated my youngest daughter's birthday. We've watched movies. We, we had, we've been having quiet family reading hour. Which has been really sweet. Like we just all sit yeah. and read. Although Dory, I finished my book after thirty minutes, and then I closed my eyes and I napped for three and a half hours 
on a on that a sounds Saturday. awesome it was the longest <laughs> nap i've ever i could have kept sleeping it was bizarre i don't know if it was stress or if i was just exhausted or what but so you know the, those there have been some really nice moments and my kids are understanding what's going on and being really great about it um so i feel very fortunate all that stuff is is good it's more like when my mental when my anxiety spirals or my ocd spirals how am i getting it you know how am i checking in with it but i do have a yeah. i do have a suggestion so what's that? i actually have been okay so my friend susanna taught me four seven eight breathing have you ever heard of this yes this is what dr k talked about Yes, it's very similar to what Dr. K suggested. So it's basically you inhale for four seconds, you hold your breath for seven seconds, and then you exhale for eight seconds. So it's a pretty common version of a breathing practice. Um, yeah. And my my friend who suggested it was like, I use this when I can't fall asleep. And it really like I, I fall asleep almost immediately after starting it. And I was like, whatever, no way. And then I did it. I've been doing it at night in bed and I fall asleep, not instantaneously, but pretty close. So do practicing that and also just practicing like calm breathing during the day has been that's been helping. Good. Um, And I have been thinking, you know, I have the calm app on my phone. I've been thinking of maybe like doing a daily meditation just to kind of have some mental relief. And then, of course, I've been like online browsing for things to buy, <laughs> just not not how I would suggest yeah. people spend their time. Have you been doing that? Yeah, um, I've been more like being like, oh, I really need this thing. Like, I really need. I don't know. We're going to run out of like dish soap. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I'm not like I, it feels a little like I'm panic buying. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. Like I keep, I keep thinking of like things we need and it's like, do I really need them or am I just like freaking out? Like I bought, well, no, like we, re- okay. Well, like we ran out of stain remover, which when you have a 10 and a half month old who gets stains on everything, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an important thing for me to have just so his clothes aren't completely gross. Um, and I was like, I have to get stain remover. And I got some and Matt was like, that was what you were so like <laughs> worried about getting. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of like fixating on certain things. Um, and well, that's how I'm sort of like channeling my anxiety. I feel like doing that gives you a sense of control too, right? Which is kind totally. of what that's what is we're, is missing right now is any sort yep. of semblance of control. So like being like, I must have this thing. I need it. And then you get it. And it's like, ah, it scratches that itch a little bit. Yes. Yes. It's just that like every day I feel like there's something else. Like this morning I was like, oh, we're running kind of low on Henry's dish soap because we use like this baby Gannick's, you know, fragrance-free foaming dish soap. I was like, we're running low on it. I better order some. And so ordered some from Amazon. And, you know, it's just like, okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's that. I ordered a bunch of batteries the other day. Like, I just feel like every day I'm sort of like, oh, this other thing 
And I I did what I think will probably be my last grocery store trip for a while yesterday um, and bought a few things. And the the grocery store was busy, but not like mobbed. And they also had quite a lot of stuff in stock. Um, so I, you know, I do think, which actually made me feel a lot better because it's like, well, yes, people have been buying a lot of stuff, but it's not like stuff is going to be off the shelves forever. Like they are still getting shipments. We're not going to run out of food. Like even in Italy, people are still allowed to go to the grocery stores. Yes. Yes. I, I did. I did a couple grocery store trips yesterday. And the first one I went to was so stripped bare. I almost had a panic attack. Not, not because I needed the things and they weren't there, but more just like, what? What is happening? Yes, totally. Like, this like all the panic buying photos I had seen online like came true in front of my eyes. Yes. And then I went to a second grocery store and it was much more stocked and everyone was just like, you know, people came early and got a bunch of stuff and we'll be restocking tonight. And I had I tried to, you know, talk to everybody who's working there and check in because, you know, they're they're one putting themselves in a physical risk because they're in these public spaces around people and two they're they're dealing with everybody's panic so i feel like they are doing such a huge service yeah and dare i say always are doing a huge service and for sure um so you know it's weird that this is like only the beginning of what could be a very long experience Mm -hmm. how how we have we have no roadmap no, we well, don't. We kind of, well, we kind of have a roadmap because there are countries. There are countries who have been there before us, but like we don't have a roadmap for anything that's happened to us personally. That is true. I've never social distanced before. Um, yeah. What have you been doing to kind of keep yourself entertained during this time? So, I have been catching up on season two of Sex Education, which is one of my favorite shows. And season two came out a few weeks ago, but I just hadn't had a chance to watch it. And so it's been nice to, you know, have have time <laughs> to to watch it. It's only eight episodes, so I'm kind of bummed. I have the last episode that I'll probably watch tonight. Um, but it's just so good. And I, I Kate, I, I really would like you to watch it. Okay, so I'm gonna commit to watching sex education. I need a, I need a new show. You have really vouched for it. Um, and I have, as I was telling you earlier, I've watched Schitt's Creek, which is my number one self-soothing show. Like I'm probably on my like sixth full watch of the series. So I need to shut that down. Wow. Right? Yeah. I've watched it a lot. And then my husband and I have been watching Succession. He He's rewatching it with me, but that is not, which is not calming. No, it's so <laughs> stressful. And at one point he said of some character who like all these bad things were happening and he was like, oh, so many bad things happened to this guy. And I was like, I don't. Oh, God. I'm not no. he- here for that. I don't want to watch, you know, Kendall suffer any more than he already is. So I would like to keep watching Succession, but it's not like escapism. It's like more stress. Yeah, no, that sounds super stressful. I think now is the time for me anyway, and maybe for you too, for like our gentle, gentle books and like gentle tv shows and you know all the cozy and the calming yes stuff yes for sure what are you doing (sighs) okay well i'm exercising at home Mm -hmm. that has been um my gym did an online workout today so i did that this morning nice I uh, i think my plan is to try to maintain as much of a 
routine as possible. You know, I do feel like we're coming at this from a fortunate point of view because we work from home already. Yes, I agree. I don't feel like I have to adjust that part of my life. It's more that I also am kind of focusing on making sure my kids have consistency and schedule and are doing activities and staying engaged. So we've set up a family schedule for them that does include like TV and screen time and their tablets, but is a lot of like learning and playing and, you know, hope I'm hoping they can like make their own lunches every day and try to (laughs) like teach them some personal responsibility as well. So I think scheduling helps. Um, Communicating with everybody helps. Yeah. You know, we're talking about uh, talking about a lot of stuff and talking, uh, talking it out with our kids and, They've been really, they've been really flexible, um, and wonderful about everything, which has really kind of been awesome. We're watching more movies. What have you watched? We watched ET. We watched. Oh, nice. Yep. Right now, my children are watching Frozen Two. Thank you, Disney Plus, for releasing that early (laughs) because they are Uh. thrilled, and that keeps them busy while I'm doing this podcast, so they aren't barging in every two seconds. Yes. Um, and then we're going to do, you know, I think they like, you know, we have some good audiobooks and some um, podcasts that they love. And then plus we have kind of some school stuff we're going to do. And we've been talking about like some activities like where I bought some blank books and where everybody's going to write a book. Oh, that's so cool. What a great idea. Well, you know, this it's all great right now in the idea phase. Let's see how if we execute it and get it done. In my in my brain, I'm like, we're all gonna sit and write drafts of our little books, and then we're gonna color them. And but like, truly, my youngest had a little bit like was heading into meltdown territory just making her bed this morning. So I'm a little bit like, how is this really gonna go? I don't know. Yeah, but you know, we're just gonna do the best we can. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. That's all we can ask for. All that can happen right now. Um, yeah. The most important thing is that we stay home. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to we're doing that well. You know, I'm staying home really well. Yes. Same. Right? Same. I've been I've been going on long walks with Henry and with Bo, not together. Separately. We, we don't separately because we don't walk them together. <laughs> um and that's been really nice. I did. I ran into um, some friends on our walk yesterday. We kept a six foot distance from each other. They were also out with their baby. It was it was really nice to just it was even just nice to see them because, um, you know, we're not seeing many people. Yeah. And I finally did that at home yoga. I've been threatening to do for so <laughs> long. Um, I did. I did yoga with Adrian. It was what, great what, as as advertised. What class did you do? I did um a yoga for gratitude practice. Ooh, I love that. Felt, yeah, it felt very, you know, on theme. <laughs> um and yeah, it felt really good. I'm going to try to do I didn't do it yesterday. I did it Saturday night. Um but I would like to try to do it every day every other day just try i want to try to just like move my body at some point i'm looking into some online workouts if people have suggestions of online workouts or other online yoga classes 
online dance classes, like anything, I would love to hear them because I finally have enough room to actually work out in my ho- in my home, um, which is which is great. So I've seen a lot. Yeah, I'd of, love to hear people's suggestions. A lot of fitness studios are offering classes online, which is so cool. Yes, so um, cool. Did you? I don't know if you saw this. Um, and this, you know, we're recording this, and I actually think listeners, you might have time to catch this. The Indigo Girls are doing a an online performance yes i did see that i think it's happening the day this comes out at 6 p.m eastern yep so look if you tune into that indigo girls concert i'll be there watching with my kids already today i was like on thursday we're gonna be going to an indigo girls show they were like in person (laughs) no well (laughs) everything is digital right now but i just love that i think that's a really fun way to come together oh dory i've also been marco poloing like crazy oh you have with who yeah with friends with i have kind of three main group chats going my my high school friends my college friends and then my like local community mom friends oh fun and that is keeping me like laughing and i don't want to say keeping me sane because i kind of hate that term but it's yeah. just making me feel more connected to people and especially because we're all experiencing, you know, I have people who are, are closer to the virus than I am and it's really scary. Totally. So it's kind of just keeping me feeling connected and um, in a community. Oh, that's which is so really nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay. So if you want to Marco Polo with me, get on there. Yeah, get on there. <laughs> Hit Kate up on the Marco I meant, Polo. I mean, I was talking to you. Oh, <laughs> do you? Marco? I thought you meant. I thought you meant you, the audience. I mean, okay. <laughs> I welcome the audience, Marco Poloing me. Kate, I will hit you up on Marco Polo. Are you um, on Marco I, Polo? I am on Marco Polo. I don't. I I was. I had to mute it. I was in a group of it for a class I was taking and I had to mute it because it just got very overwhelming. Um, but maybe I'll resurrect it now. I understand that feeling. Sometimes the group chats can get to be too much. Yeah. Like yeah. people just Marco Poloing all right the time. Now, but, you know, now I do have a, I have a lot of free time now. Yeah. So do. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you have know? anything you're going to try to get done while there is this kind of lull in life besides just staying healthy and staying away from people? Yeah. I mean, I would love to get our house fully organized and in order. And I think my husband has the same goal. So, you know, we're just gonna try to do that. I think that will feel good. Um, But I I don't have any plans to like, take up the ukulele or anything. Although I was like, I was like, you know what, maybe I will finally because, you know, I have this piano um, that I don't actually use that much. And maybe now is the time to really get into it. Maybe there's some like online lessons I could take. That's such a great I'm I mean, you got to check that masterclass story. I got to check that masterclass, although it's probably going to be like Chopin teaches you how to (laughs) Chopin. (laughs) They do like a hologram of Chopin. Oh my god! <laughs> his his pieces are very difficult. Even when I was like really doing all my piano stuff as a kid, 
at the New England Conservatory, I found Chopin very difficult. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I've ever played a Chopin piece. He's, it's very hard. <laughs> well, you know what? Sorry, now's the time. But maybe now is the time. I will master Chopin. <laughs> I would freaking love it. I think you could do it. <sighs> you know, it's funny because I when I when I played piano, I played piano for six or seven years, like classical piano. And my husband plays like, you know, rock and jazz guitar and like doesn't totally understand that I just never played pop songs like I only played classical music so I've gotten some pop sheet music since I got the piano and it's been fun to kind of check that out exercise that muscle are you going to form a family band well you know Henry has really taken to the drum well so you're on you're on keyboards I'm on on keyboards Matt's on guitar Henry's on drum, Bo's on, I don't know. <laughs> tail, he just plays the tail. Bo's on tail, yes. He he has played, he has used his tail to play Matt's guitar, which is pretty funny. Um, oh, I have been posting more videos of Henry because over the weekend I posted, um, I posted a video and I got a bunch of messages from people being like, thank you so much for posting this. Like it just made me smile and it's been, you know, it's been really stressful lately. and. Um, and I just thought, you know, I don't typically post that many videos of Henry. I try to be pretty judicious about what I what I post of him. But since we are in a pandemic, <laughs> I figured I could relax my restrictions. And um, so I've, I've been posting a little bit more of Henry. And I've been putting his videos in a highlight on my Instagram, which is at Dory. Well, he is he is a much needed escape for me. So I appreciate that. because. Aww. I did have a moment, I think it was yesterday, where I just watched a bunch of like Henry strumming the guitar and Henry climbing. And I was like, "Uh, you know, your brain takes a break from all the panic when you have something that kind of soothing to watch. So you're doing doing something good there for all of us, Story. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, you are so welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I would love to hear what our listeners are up to. Same. Because. Same. This it feels very challenging and and we'd love to know how you're getting through. Yeah, I would love to know what people are doing, how you're surviving, how you're coping. Are you doing anything new? Are you taking up anything new? If you have kids, how are you dealing with kids? If you live alone, how are you dealing with living alone in this time of isolation? thinking about you. Um, I spoke, I FaceTimed with one of my friends this morning who lives alone and just trying to think about those people in my life who don't have as much of a support system as I do Yeah, right now. And I think you, you posed a good question in our document, Dory, which was what do listeners need from us during this time? Yeah. What can we do for you? We'd love to know how we can help during this time. So, you know where to find us. And, hit us um, up on the Jeems. Yeah. Hit us up on the Jeems. Leave us a voicemail. We will be here for Gram you. us. Yep, we're here. So, we're thinking of everybody out there, and we appreciate you listening along as we bumble through this time yeah. together. And our interview this week, we recorded before this um, was declared a pandemic. Um, but we hope it provides a little bit of 
fun and distraction for you. Yeah, we've got Lainey and Joanna from Show Your Work and Lainey Gossip after the break. Yeah, love them. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday 
lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynamic. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh god, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. Well, listeners, you're in for a real treat today because our guests are Lainey Louie and Duanna Taha, who you might know from the amazing podcast, one of my faves, Show Your Work. Um, And we're going to start by reading your bios so that our listeners, if they 
maybe aren't familiar with you, they will be ASAP. Lainey is a Canadian television personality, reporter, and infotainer. She is a self-proclaimed gossip maven, and she runs the website LaineyGossip.com and is a reporter for CTV's eTalk and is also a co-host on CTV's daily talk series, The Social. Joanna Taha is a TV writer, showrunner known for Degrassi, Lost Girl, and Upstairs Amy, author of The Name Therapist, and a garlic enthusiast. And Joanna is a longtime contributor at LaineyGossip.com, where she expounds on television, feminism, and pop culture of all types. And you are an expert when it comes to naming children. (laughs) You do that on Laney Gossip often. It's a real treat. Um, But it's so, so thrilling to have you both here, especially because I've been a Laney Gossip reader for over a decade, right? How when did Laney Gossip first form? It started as a newsletter. Remember when people did that um, in 2003? And then in 2004, I turned it into a blog. And so, yeah, I think we're 16 years or so. I can't believe it. I can't believe that that's, it, it's, a jo- it's been a job for this long. It's, it's, so, it's pretty amazing. It's so interesting because there was this sort of glory age of gossip blogs in the mid-aughts, and a lot of them died out, but you are still going strong. And I mean, from, my, from where I stand, more popular than ever. Um, what do you kind of attribute your longevity to? I think a big part of it is growth, personal growth, and therefore blog growth. Mm. Uh, you mentioned the early, you know, in the early aughts or the mid aughts, the, the sort of OG gossip blogs, um, me included, the tone was different. And yeah. you might say that we were a little bit more critical, but not in, not in a, with a, with a very, um, not with a very compassionate lens mm-hmm. or with a 2020 lens. And I think we, may, many of us, used to speak insensitively with respect to feminism, mental health, all of those things. And we've all collectively grown. And so I think one of the reasons why we're still around, I hope, is because we've been able to not erase our past, I mean, listen, back then, if you watch anything like from friends to movies, there are some jokes and some things that we used to say back then that just won't fly now. So it's not like we can erase our past, but I think that we're learning from it and building on the conversations and the teachings that so many other smarter people are are there to give us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a big part of it. You you actually delve into this a little bit on the most recent episode of Show Your Work, which probably won't be the most recent episode by the time this airs. But you talk about my obsession, Jessica Simpson's open book book, and oh. about your cu- about the way you spoke about her previously and how you wouldn't do you would speak about her differently now. And also, um, I thought it was really interesting. You're talking about her wearing those the mom jeans that were so controversial back in the day and how that picture might not resonate the same way. I really appreciated your convo about her. I think we had a little bit of a disagreement on that one in terms of, I still can't defend those pants. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I think, and, and Duanna can, and can speak to this. I, we all had a certain way of speaking about not just Jessica Simpson, but even Brittany, you know, remember Mm -hmm. what Brittany went through with the shaving of the head 
And that's when we all became familiar with what a 5150 is, yeah. which is yeah. a really sad thing to say. Um, and going, if we could go back to that time, I think we, we would all report on it and talk about it differently. I think about that with Amy Winehouse too. And Lindsay oh. Lohan. I mean, so many, so many celebrities. Amanda Bynes. Yeah. The list goes on and mm -hmm. on. And often they yeah. tend to be women. Yeah. Uh, almost every time um, there's that idea that there was such a narrow perspective of what you could be to be an acceptable celebrity. And mm. yeah, it seems like it's much longer ago than, you know, within the last 10 years or so. Uh, but yeah, the, there was such a, a narrow code, even mostly of behavior, you say of women. And it's so true. Like how many stories do we laugh about, about Russell Crowe threw a phone at somebody. Isn't that cute? Or, uh, or, you know, Christian Bale screamed at somebody and they don't wear it in the same way. So it is, yeah, the photo became one of those things that's like, oh, this is almost a visual representation of the standards that we used to demand people meet. What was wrong with us? I don't know. I wonder if in 10 years we're going to look back on, on the way we cover celebrity now and ask the same thing. I wonder, I hope, I guess, like that's, that's good for growth as a society, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think slash hope that a lot of women's internalized misogyny is perhaps slowly going away or, or at least we're becoming more aware of it. And so this kind of impulse to be so critical and to mock especially other women who are going through these kinds of situations you know i think now we're all much more mindful of where those impulses come from and the answer is the patriarchy it always comes back to that i think it's an interesting time though because with respect to gossip especially in the age of social media, you have celebrities creating and participating in gossip themselves and generating their own stories. Um, so it's less black and white than it may have been before with celebrities just pointing at tabloids and saying, hey, you're lying about me and I don't want to be talked about. Um, and even in the old Hollywood system where there were publicists and manipulators behind the scenes putting out stories on purpose, either to service celebrities or to attack other celebrities on behalf of certain celebrities. Right now, it seems like it's kind of all out in the open on Instagram and on Twitter. And they know themselves what they do on Instagram and Twitter will generate a story, even who they comment on. Like at this point, there's a certain generation that was raised on YouTube and on Instagram and they know the minute I the minute I follow someone, I like a post or I leave a comment on the post. This is a story. So then yeah. the, for us, the public, we're like, OK, well, are we not supposed to wonder if if you guys are beefing, if there's a situation here? Right. So mm -hmm. all of us are kind of walking through this together. And what do you think? I mean, you're both creators of pop culture content, in addition to writing about pop culture, your podcast really, I think, really intelligently covers celebrities' actions and ch career choices in a really astute way. But then you also are makers of pop culture. I mean, Duanna, you write for TV and you're a showrunner and Lainey, you know, you're on TV. So what do you think 
what do you think this all provides us? Because there is a real soothing element to the consumption of all this stuff. And at least it has been in, in my own life. Yeah, I mean, ironically, I think it's the other side of the same coin uh, that you were talking about, Lainey, is that, uh, yeah, the celebrities are out there wondering, making us wonder uh, what's going on. Uh, and then going on to do these glamorous things and these high-end jobs. And I think it also makes us feel uh, like we have a piece of that. We are having Instagram drama. And now, you know, we are able to make uh, TikToks or, uh, or you know, other like viral videos and things. That there's something about the idea of public non-perfection that... A, lets you feel closer to those people that you admire, but also kind of makes you feel like you're you're living a life alongside them. Uh, and then ironically, uh, when we're making fiction content, trying our best to not involve any sort of uh, external uh, social media kind of world because it feels not real for drama's sake. So the real kind of becomes... Uh, fiction in a way, or it becomes the thing we don't deal with in fiction. Can we uh, touch a little bit on like current celebrity obsessions? Do you have anyone that you are, I mean, in addition, obviously, to Jessica Simpson's book, Lainey, I'm glad you came around on that front. Um, <laughs> is there anyone that you feel like is creating great celebrity content or celebrity gossip in a way that like they know what they're doing and are participating yeah. who who plays the game the best yes who's the most fun i don't know that this person would say that they well this couple would say that they're playing the game but i don't think there's anyone right now generating more intrigue and drama than prince harry and Meghan markle <gasps> Ooh, mm -hmm. i was not expecting that and, you know, your question was about intention. And again, I can't speak to whether or not there is intention there. But I do think that this couple has has given, you know, with their intention to leave the royal family or their intention to want to be half and half with the royal family and the royal family saying, no, you can't be half and half. And they're going out on their own. I think that they're going to dominate our our collective fascination for at least the next couple of years and maybe fill the void that we've been missing a little bit since Brad and Angelina, like in every era of gossip, there is a super couple, right? Um, whether or not they want to be there, they are that. And we are witnessing the rise of, or we are in the midst of the era of the reign of Harry and Meghan as, as the super couple. So I think they are the ones right now. I just got chills. I don't know why. <laughs> My legs just shivered. There is something <laughs> there's something otherworldly about them slash they're, they also feel very grounded and I feel like that's their that's that sweet spot with a lot of these like the uber couples that you kind of get hooked on. There's um a groundedness for sure and, and I it's but it's a magic formula and not everyone can recreate it so there is a groundedness but let's not pretend that they're not thirsty a little bit too the whole situation with sussex royal and the website and the logo i mean they're thirsty we can still love them while yes. acknowledging their thirst but i think that i am 
I'm not a I'm not in, I'm not savvy. I like believing that everything is a coincidence where like mm. one thing I feel like I get specifically from Laney gossip is that you you spell out the behind the scenes. Yeah, Laney, you Lainey. pull back the curtain. Yeah. You're like this is how it happens. I think with them I I definitely do believe the earnestness of wanting to make the world a better place and wanting to do something different from the prescribed royal protocol thing that just doesn't feel like it's of our time at the same time um these two are like quite aware of their own celebrity and they're ambitious and you have to have a certain i don't know like thirst isn't necessarily a bad thing i mean everybody in hollywood is thirsty first of all the people we talk about so we are like the four of us are a little bit thirsty because why would we be doing a podcast and wanting people to listen if we weren't a little bit thirsty? So I think we have to acknowledge that Harry and Megan enjoy the attention, know they need the attention in order to get what they need done. Um, and I, I, I think that going forward, given that they have to chart this new path, they're going to have to lean into some of that thirst with celebrity connections and Hollywood connections and living in North America. I am very much looking forward to breaking down their thirst strategy, which is what Duanna and I love. You know, we like to analyze people's moves. So is this going to be a good move? Uh, is that going to be a bad move? I love it all, but I don't think that we should go into this thinking, Oh, these two people are just so pure. No, that's not possible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what gets the most traffic on your site? Is it the royal stuff? It depends. So it depends on what the story is. For example, we're coming up on the one year anniversary. Uh, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the college admission scandal and Duanna's piece, which I think was the definitive piece on the scandal in breaking it down because that's actually her wheelhouse. Oh, um, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, that generated uh, like a monster amount of traffic. And what was really rewarding for us last year was people waited for it. They knew that, you know, our site would have a certain angle to that story. And when we dropped that article much later than other sites, I think we waited maybe even 12 to 18 hours. Duanna was like working furiously on a deadline. Um, it, it, it paid off. People will wait to, to read the whatever. I think it was, what was it? 3000 words, Duanna at the end of it. It was pretty close. There were subheadings. There was, uh, I think there was a syllabus involved. Um, but I think too, that that's sort of what people love about the site. Uh, and I hope about the podcast that we, uh, we maybe are at our best when we've built up a real head of steam. Uh, it's not a hot take on everything. So when there's something that, uh, that deserves a real, a real rant and a real, long-windedness to the tune of 3,000 words about Aunt Becky, um, that uh, that we have the opportunity to do that. So yeah, it doesn't come every day. So I think people know when it does that it's because it's something we truly feel needs to be investigated. Who are some celebrities that you miss writing about? 
Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, I mean, that's a good question. Go for it. I was going to say it, it's always the ones who are kind of doing well. You know, you yeah. know that because they're they're living their lives kind of out of the spotlight. There's not much to say, but uh, gosh, I'd love to write about Rachel McAdams every now and again because I'm sure she's doing something that's awesome. Uh, in a parallel universe somewhere, Beyonce is having dating troubles, and that would be fantastic. Please, please don't send the uh, the beehive <laughs> after me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the people who are our favorites are often kind of our favorites because they're they kind of have it together. But it means that they're not always generating stories either on a work front or a personal front, right? I have a lot of like nostalgia along with Duanna for someone like Julia Roberts. Mm. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if people are going to remember, but there was a time when Julia was engaged to Kiefer Sutherland and then was hospitalized with exhaustion. And then three days before the wedding tapped out on Kiefer and ended up on a plane with his friend, Jason Patrick. I mean, all of that is um, nobody sort of if she was going to get mad at tabloids or magazines for covering it, like the magazine didn't create that story. She did. And I think that that is such classic celebrity drama. I mean, all those moves happened in the space of two months. Um, and of course, she was so young. She was all of what, 22, 23 years old. But um, I just, I just, I, I miss, I miss that. Yeah, know? but just to, uh, you were talking about thirst. Uh, I think she, I think when we talk about people playing the game, she was one of those people who always did the playing of the game with a wink uh, because she knew we were watching. She likes when we're watching. Do you remember Aloe Vera? Oh, the, yeah. The yeah. t-shirt shaming Danny Motor's wife. I mean, that was certainly when she was, uh, let's call it old enough to know better. Yeah. But she knows that we're going to love seeing that uh, and and kind of winks at us while she's doing it. So, yeah, there's a reason that she's maybe one of our patron saints. I, I enjoy that kind of gossip nostalgia. And I listen, I think that I I want someone to bring it like that. (laughs) I want to shift gears a little bit because I get a lot of skincare recommendations off of Laney Gossip from both of you. Skincare, makeup, cold lasers. I've learned a lot. And we talk a lot about skincare on our show. Could you kind of each give us your favorite current either skincare obsession, product obsession, practice obsession? Oh, God, with pleasure. Uh, specifically, uh, Elaine, uh, this is, uh, pe- uh, specifically Lainey, Pima, people now text me, uh, and I think they want to talk to me, but in fact, what they say is, what's the name of Lainey's cum shot mask again? This is- <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, um, I'm, I'm not a big, like, I'm not someone who has an extensive, like, beauty kit, but what I love, I love. So what do you want to know? Where do you want to start? I mean, what's your cum shot mask? So I have this mask, um, that goes on 
it goes on with uh, it looks like semen. Okay. 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 We're here. We're here. Um, we're holding in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but then it when it dries, it dries like a film, almost like you have a second skin. And after about forty five minutes, the way you take it off is you peel it off, like you're shedding skin. And when it comes off, your pores have never been tighter. So I only use it before a major event. Um, I use it every year before the Oscars because we do a live show. I used it, you know, before the Golden Globes. It was my first time going this year. And Duanna has seen the evidence. It's fucking amazing. Can I say that? Sorry. Yes. yes. It's so good. Um, it's from, I think, a Swiss company. But I get it where I, I get my cold gel laser treatments. And it is, I'm, I'm telling you, it is the thing. And so the, the brand name is BioJavance. Wow. Um, We've never had them mentored on this podcast before. BioJavance. Yes. So it's BioJavance. And let me just tell you the name of the product. It's it's like an anti-aging mask. Um, I want to I just want to get you the exact name of the product. BioJavance. Um, it's like a milk milk protein mask. Oh God, that no wonder it looks like protein mask. A age-defying milk protein mask. Okay. Oh, yep. There it is. Yeah. I've Googled Have it. Have fun. Now, you mentioned cold laser because your website was the first website I ever heard about these cold laser facials and celebrities flying to Vancouver for them and I immediately wanted it. Can you tell us about what exactly is a cold gel laser experience? So when you think of laser, you think that it's this hot stream of electricity that shoots out of someone's gun, right? So yeah, yes, that exactly. So the reason why I specify that it's cold is because that's not what's happening on your skin. Um, it's a laser and it's, it feels cool. So the way it gets applied is they put on a gel um, that is also very cooling. And then they, they start up, like they press the laser right up against your face and they just like, they do a circular motion with this laser, with this laser and this gel in combination for like an hour. And what it does is it, the laser promotes and activates your body's natural collagen production. And they used to use it on athletes to help them heal from injuries. So let's say you're an athlete, I don't know, and you like uh, twist your knee or you pull your knee or whatever happens to athletes, who knows? Um, <laughs> so they used to do this in order, they used to do the same movement or the same treatment on their injured area to, to activate and to speed up the healing process in that area. So, you know, they can go and be athletes and do their thing again. Um, so then they realized, okay, well, if we can do that in other parts of the body, why not the face for anti-aging treatment? And so the natural, your body's natural production of collagen is activated. And what happens is that your skin looks definitely healthier and plumper, um, without having, you know, to get injections. Wow. I'm sold. Have you tried it? Yeah. I don't think I have. 
Is that, is that validating? <laughs> I feel like I've had a procedure, but I don't think it was uh, not a procedure. I had like a laser, like a, a light treatment, but I don't think it's cold laser. The woman that the woman that does it for me, her name is Lorinda Zimmerman, and she um, has now two clinics, one in Vancouver and one in Toronto. And her company name is W Skincare. I do believe that she is coming to Los Angeles soon. Wow. Like to and, open a, 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 a well, loca- or just, just to like a pop-up situation. Her celebrity clients who I can't reveal, but one of them is a two-time Oscar winner is so obsessed with her that she has, you know, they, they want her in LA so that they can see her more often. Oh. She's been doing some pretty big faces and by big, I don't mean like geographically big, but I mean like <laughs> profile big. She's right. been doing some really, really big faces lately. And of course she treated Meghan Markle. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Just it's, as an aside. As an aside. Here, here's another question about products. Is there anything that is specific um, to Canada that you love as a product? We have a lot of Canadian listeners. We, we are obviously not Canadian, but I, I did go to Toronto and I went nuts in a shoppers and it was like the greatest experience of my life. Oh my God, Joanna, shoppers. I, well, that's the thing. You sound like such a Canadian. Uh, you are clearly in the know uh, because uh, shoppers is very much the way we uh, refer to it. It's like going to your aunts or your cousins. You're going to shoppers. Um, but uh, but yeah, they're mostly the products that we see a lot of that then you realize aren't below the border are mostly, I think, out of a lot of cosmetic companies in in Quebec, in Montreal. There's a real French bent, uh, whether or not they actually are French in, in original origin. That's sort of the idea there. Uh, I'm trying to think of what's a uniquely Canadian product that we love. Uh, Product wise, um, there's um there's a, a a company called Bite Beauty mm-hmm. that oh, is yes. Canadian, um, and uh, they do a really really good lip stain. Before we we wrap things up, I was I wanted to know because you are in addition to working together, you are friends, and I'm wondering if is there anything that you all do together that's kind of like a self care practice or ritual or something that um, you do outside of working together that enhances your friendship? Oh, what a great question. Um, Well, we, uh, there's a couple of things. I would say that uh, we are uh, each other's book talk person for the most part. That uh, if either of us reads something great, which we do compulsively, that uh, I know that she's going to be the person that I talk about it with even when it has nothing to do with being a celebrity memoir biography. Uh, and that's something that <laughs> sort of doesn't happen elsewhere in my, in my life for sure. Uh, and I think too, we have these, uh, we have these periodic uh, semi work based uh, sleepovers, whether we're doing an all nighter for one uh, thing or another, but it also involves while being awake at 3am, we kind of co- cover every topic of under the sun so uh, I guess we we binge care, uh, we binge self care with one another, which uh, which is uh, I think unique to the two of us. That sounds what really do you think? fun. We also um, we also 
are obsessive about this game um, called, I'm sure you've heard of it, Heads Up. Oh, yes. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> so, so I have it on my phone and we we love playing heads up um, to the point where it people will leave the room and we will still be playing. We had a flight delay for God. What was it, Duana? Like six hours. It was it's something atrocious. And we just ended up playing heads up half the time. Um, and that was self-care for us. Oh, I love that. I love Heads Up. I actually genuinely enjoy playing it, but it's with my children. I haven't played it in so long. Oh, I've got it on my phone if you want to give it a go. Oh. We could do that sometime. Maybe this could be our thing, too. Yeah, we'll just copy y'all. <laughs> um, Come on in. Listen, Canadians do it better, I think, is a recurring theme That's on our true. show. So why not? Um, well, listen, y'all, this was so, so awesome to get to talk to you. And uh for our listeners who have not heard your podcast, where can they find show your work? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> or not, they don't have to listen. <laughs> Go for it, Duanna. Well, we always, uh, this is the part during every podcast where we sort of psych each other out going, okay, who's going to do the, who's going to do the pitch. Yep. Uh, so show your work is uh available uh weekly uh, uh generally speaking uh on Spotify on iTunes on all the fine podcast locations That's me leaving a, a semicolon so you can give the other half and on lanygossip.com you can stream it directly from the site Um Joanna Lainey, thank you so much for coming on Forever 35. This was so delightful. A thrill to have you both. Thank you for having us. And we can't wait to have you on ours. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient 
to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. So Dory, we are going to try to keep up with intentions while we are self-quarantining, right? We are. Let's do it. Let's keep it going. Okay. Did you stretch and foam roll last week? Yes, I did. I even took an online yoga class that felt amazing. Oh, which one did you take? I did a Peloton yoga class with my old friend, Dennis Morton. Oh, wow. If you're a Peloton user, you know who I'm talking about. If you're not, if you're not, he's kind of like a a weathered hunk who grows his hair really long and then cuts it and donates it for charity. And he's, he's a fascinating character, but he also... I love a, I love a weathered hunk. <laughs> I do. I love a weathered I do. hunk. I love a weathered hunk. Well, you would love Dennis. I'll send you a pic. I'm picturing like a, like a muscular, like Jeff Bridges vibe. It, he's not that weathered. He's probably like 40 yeah. and I'm just uh, insulting All someone right. of my generation. But no, he's just, <laughs> he's like definitely lived, you know, like you can tell yeah. he's like been around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm into it. Things are getting pervy over here. <laughs> doing my yoga classes. Um, yeah. And so this week, uh, I actually thought my intention would be to kind of get back. I mentioned this. I want to get back into my garden Mm-hmm. You know, things are blooming here. It's been raining a ton, so things are growing. And I have this huge herb garden that I need to thin out. And you know what? I have a lot of, I have more time right now. And I have a, a couple extra sets of hands, tiny little children hands. So I thought we could get my herb garden <laughs> under control. Great. And And I had talked about getting into the garden on this show. So I'm going to... I'm going to stick to that. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you had talked about that. Yeah, and I have some great listener feedback that we'll share on on a mini episode down the road about it. Ooh, I can't wait. How about you? I feel like we've already discussed that you rocked out your intention. I did rock out my intention. Um, My intention had been to go to freaking yoga already or at least do it in my house. Turns out doing it in my house was... You did. (laughs) ...was the best option since now all yoga studios are closed. Um. My intention this week is very simple. I want to just do one new thing. Ooh, do you have any boundaries? Like, could it just be anything? It can be anything. I just feel like in this time where we're isolated and we're in our own homes, it's like a nice exercise to just try to do one new thing. Dory, I think that is such a great idea. Now I want to think oh, of it. thank an, you. And do you know what your new thing is going to be? No. I'm going to just wait for the the muse to to strike. <laughs> well, I I have been thinking I want to try to make bread. Mm, like do the, do mm-hmm. the New York Times no need bread recipe. So that maybe Ooh. that'll be. Um, I did buy yeast. Ooh, so you could mm-hmm. also have you ever made bread before? Not since home economics in seventh grade. So I feel like this counts as a new thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, not that you have to assume the making bread, but I feel like, and I bet you'd make such good bread. You're going to be good at that. I mean, who knows? I believe in you. 
I did buy a lot of um, chocolate chips. Every grocery store I went to yesterday was out because my kids really want to bake. But everything, oh. yeah, everybody had that same idea. Yeah, I got them on Saturday at Cost Plus. World Market? Yes. Oh, great idea. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm going to bake, but I, I've... I'm probably not going to bake anything new, but you never know. I could bake something new. It could be my new thing. Oh, I can't wait to find out what your new thing is. Well, good thing we're doing this again next week. Thank God. Kate, this has been a pleasure. Glad we finally figured it out. Listen, thank you for bearing with me through all my technical difficulties. I really appreciate your patience, your friendship, your colleagueship. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank Um, Thank you. And listeners, I mean, look, we really appreciate you. You're helping us get through this. So thank you. Yes. Uh, so I really appreciate you. On that note, Dory, I'm going to I'm going to say the farewell. Forever 35 okay. is, is hosted and produced by you, Dory Shafrir, and me, Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And Sam Reed is our project manager. And we thank you all so, so much for listening. Bye. Bye.